a world where two regular guys talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more, there stands one podcast, Jelly and Bean. It's hosted by Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farley, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday, the 27th of December, 2013, and this is episode 55, our Movies to Look Forward to Holiday Special. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. Your, your movie guy voice also sounds a bit like a, um, a radio guy voice. I, I would th- I would like to think that my my regular voice is my radio guy voice. Although I, I my, mean, my movie voice is definitely my my American guy voice. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But I meant more like the stereotype, the stereotypical. Like you were listening to KPPL. It's you know Hootie and the and the and the Woofer. Woof woof. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to have a have a show like that, and uh, and you can be the guy that does all the like that controls the sound effects. Yes, I, I, I think we, we definitely do need a uh, a little soundboard, uh, and we'd make uh, we would make like you know inappropriate jokes and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Um, that's what that's but, what know, our listeners have to look forward to next year. <laughs> and speaking of next year, we have we are looking forward to movies that are coming up um, in two thousand fourteen. Because, you know, it's it's essentially, you know, it's what, like two, three days before the end of the year now. And, uh, you know, there's not much to look forward to in 2013 anymore, uh, except for it being over, I guess. So, movies of 2014. Uh, there are a number of good ones that we're looking forward to and some that we're kind of, you know, a little bit on the, on the edge about. Uh, and we're going to talk about them all today. Uh, in this special well, edition. Well, we're not, we're not going to talk about every single movie that we're either looking forward to or not quite looking forward to because we don't have that kind of time, even though it is a special. I don't think we want it to be like a week-long special. I don't know. It depends on, depends on what the listeners, you know, okay. feeling. Okay, sorry, let me try that again. I don't want it to be a week-long special. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be here until next week? Okay, That's exactly good. right, <laughs> So, in well, if that's the case, then we should probably get started because we've got heaps to talk about. Well, you know, let's get started with a fast one. How about that? I, I like your thinking. Yeah. Yes. So, Need for Speed. AKA, and here's, this, is my, this is my thoughts, right? Because Need for Speed stars uh, Aaron Paul, who, listeners who have watched also Breaking Bad, I guess, will recognize from, from that show. He, he played the character of Jesse Pinkman. One of the most beat up guys on television, apparently. I have a theory that connects Breaking Bad and Need for Speed. All right. I, I, I am literally all ears right now. Well, in a mouth, because that's how I'm talking. But the rest of me is ears. So go ahead. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so here, here it is, right? At the, end of, at the end of Breaking Bad, and I'm not going to like spoil it or anything like that. Well, I'm going to try not to. Jesse Pinkman is, he's like, he's basically locked up. Um, somewhere, and he manages to get free, um, or is let free, I guess. And the very last thing that we see of of, of Jesse Pinkman is him driving away in a car, kind of cry laughing. I want to say that's not really a word. Yeah, but crafting, I think you of understand. Course. Yeah, 
<laughs> like, excuse me, while I, I have to go take a craft. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking more like he's crying and kind of laughing at the same time because he doesn't really know what to feel. You know, cry laughing. Um, the he yeah no now I've lost my place. Um, so as he you know and he's driving. Mm, He's so he's cry laughing and he's you know he's he's driving away and that's kind of you know they they cut it off and you know because we assume that he kind of gets away and lives happily ever after I guess however we now find out that uh uh you know we we now move to I'm going to try that again however we now move to Need for Speed and uh we have this Toby Marshall character who is, you know, all into driving and racing cars, uh, you know, modded cars and stuff like that. And my thinking is, is that Toby Marshall, played by Aaron Paul, is actually Jesse Pinkman, but he's like moved away and changed his name and, you know, is, you know, basically gone on the download to, you know, keep keep out of trouble. And so he, he races cars to remind him of the past that he's left behind and, uh, you know, he, this is so. This is movie about him. So you think that this movie has a secret second title, and that is Breaking Bad Two? Yes, yes, that's it. That is that is exactly what I'm thinking. And you think that that title has a secret second title of its own called the? the uh, oh, I'm trying to think of something funny. Nope, I've lost it. Never mind. So it's, it, <laughs> there's there's a secret title that's so secret, even even I don't know about it, and it's funny. Whatever it is, it's great. <laughs> that's. that's- that's pretty secret. Yeah. Um, but look, like in all seriousness, uh, as I read this line, I look in the show notes and I've written "ha ha Imogen Poots" because <laughs> <laughs> her name makes me laugh, and she's in this movie. So, in, in all seriousness, <laughs> uh, but you know, in, in all seriousness, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this movie. It looks kind of fun. Um, you know, I I really enjoy the the Need for Speed games, or I've got a couple of them for the Xbox anyway. Um, you know, and some of them are better than others, but as a general rule, you know, I, I would you know I'd put them in a, the top of my list of you know driving games. <laughs> that's not. That's a very small subset for a list. Like I, I totally put it at the top of my list of driving games that I've played in the last well, week yeah. on this one console while I was, you know, between the hours of five and six PM. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, top of my list. And it's you know, it's an interesting like I I, th- I think it's an interesting premise, uh, you know, the actual premise for the movie as opposed to the my my breaking bad sequel premise. You know, as seen in the trailer um, now, that we've that we've been that we've watched. I, I think we we have also glossed over the fact that for those of you who haven't seen the trailer and don't quite know what we're talking about, it's about car racing. That's pretty much the the uh, the, the trailer summarized we, for you. Right. Yeah. So it's about car racing. There's lots of action. It looks like a bit of a popcorn flick to me. Like it. I don't think it's like. I don't think it's going to be one of those movies where you kind of go there and you're like, oh my God, or anything like that. It just looks like, you know, good. Shut your brain off fun. Yeah, explosion-y fun. Because everybody loves explosion. That's very true. I think we've missed the best point about this movie, though. At least that we can tell from the trailer. Michael Keaton. See, I don't, I don't, I'm really unsure of what, how to deal with the idea of Michael Keaton in this movie because he plays this kind of, 
or he seems to play this kind of wacky commentator for the races. And he comes up with lines like jewels such as, you know, a mixture of blood and tears and motor oil or something like that, like some random line. And it's just like, you, I, th- I feel like that's too deep for a, for a commentator's job. You know, <laughs> do you really think that you know people want want this stuff uh, when you're commentating a race? Maybe maybe they do. I don't know. I don't really watch races, so I'm probably not the best person to comment on this. However, totally weird, um, totally weird character, uh, the Michael Keaton one. But but it, but he's jelly. He, he's Beetlejuice. He he, he can't. He can't be. He you can't go wrong by wasn't, casting Beetlejuice. <laughs> wasn't he also Batman? Yes, at one stage. Yes, but yes. I think he was better as Beetlejuice. Hmm. Um, look, I I don't know. I, I'm I'm unconvinced by his scenes in it. They just kind of seemed really really strange and kind of almost almost jarring in the trailer. Um. Maybe that will change when we see the movie, see the actual movie, but I don't know. Or, or, or all right, now, put, put, you need to put a hat on because I'm about to blow your mind, Jelly. You know, your brain's getting everywhere, right? Maybe, maybe his character is literally Beetlejuice. And like, that's, that's the plot twist. So like, you know, you, you shut, you shut off when you get into the theater. You're like, I'm just going to, you know, eat my popcorn. Just going to see some racing action. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, it's bam, Beetlejuice right there. You know, and the movie just takes like a completely different turn. <laughs> so what you're saying is this is also Beetlejuice too. So the seat, maybe the secret, secret, uh, title that we, that you didn't know is, is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice too. Whoa, whoa. Wait, how many times are we saying Beetlejuice? Because you got you can't say it more than three times. <laughs> Maybe that's the secret title. <laughs> uh, I like that secret title. It's no, it's it's uh, Need for Speed, the Breaking Bad Beetlejuice. How many times? Three times. Three. Beetlejuice times three uh, s- sequel or, or something. I, I like it. I like it. I, I don't know where they'll go for the sequel to this one, but but I like it. <laughs> uh, look, you know, I, I think I think this is important. Uh, this is an important thing to note. They really need to go out and make that movie. Yes. Yes. I'm glad we're in agreement. This movie, however, is going to be out in March. Uh, it's going to hit Australian screens on the 13th and American str- screens on the 14th, which is crazy unheard of this idea of Australia getting movies before America I'm joking obviously it has happened before it's just very rare uh, if you are interested in this movie at all you should uh, check out our show notes because our show notes will have has a link to trailers uh, or tr- trailer um, and you know as many trailers as there are and uh, and also IMDB information if you're interested in that but the question is, before we move on to the next movie, what would you give it out of 10 as like a hopeful rating, I guess? Uh, okay, let me see. I, I think I think I would probably go for like a 4 out of 10. A 4. Yeah. Okay. I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling a 6. 
I feel like it's going to be a relatively good, like, I mean, six is kind of low on average uh, of the course of movies, so I don't think that much of it, unless they, you know, turn it into this Breaking Bad Beetlejuice sequel, and then, you know, then we can talk. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 feel like, I feel like it's going to be a six at least. Four seems kind of low. Well, because I don't think I, I think I think now that we've come up with all these great ideas, I'm, I'll just be disappointed when when they don't <laughs> come to fruition. Right. I say, yeah, good, good. <laughs> awesome. Even awesome. And you know what's awesome? Everything. Everything is awesome. And everything is cool when you're part of a team. And coincidentally, coincidentally, our next movie may just have a song, at least in the trailer, you know, for, for that has pretty much exactly those those uh, those words. It's so crazy that we just came up with those out of the blue. I know it's 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 nuts. Uh, the next movie is, of course, one that we're really looking forward to. I think we've talked about it several times on the show uh, over the past few months. Um, it is the Lego Movie. And that's all that we really need to say about it because I mean, with, with a, a subtitle, like, with a subtitle of Breaking Bad Two, with a second subtitle of Beetlejuice, it, it, it's they're going to be in all the movies tonight, folks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who is in this movie. Everybody that you could possibly think of uh, on television. Well, not every, not that's probably like exaggerated a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> but there is a lot of people that I recognize in this movie, right? And obviously, they're all voice roles because, you know, it's an animated film. But it's got Elizabeth Banks uh, from, I think she's in, she was in 30 Rock. She was, you know, she's been in several movies. Kobe Smulders, who we know from Avengers and How I Met Your Mother. Um, Channing Tatum, who is probably known to all the ladies. <laughs> known uh, for being shirtless. Known for being shirtless, <laughs> <laughs> known for being shirtless and muscly. He's, he's the future Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Uh, Jonah Hill, who is known for not being shirtless or muscly, uh, but kind of funny, I guess. Uh, Will Ferrell, who is mostly known for being funny, I suppose, uh, and you know does does you know, comedies in general. Liam Neeson, who is known for uh, being Liam punching Neeson. wolves <laughs> and being Liam Neeson. Uh, Chris Pratt, who we know from Parks and Recreation, who is also going to be in a movie that we're going to talk about later uh, later in the episode. Guardians of the Galaxy, Morgan Freeman, who needs no introduction, Nick Offerman, who is also from Parks and Recreation, is and is the manliest man on earth, Alison Brie from Community, um, Charlie Day, who is from I think he's from um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and several movies, but I know him from I think that's where I've recognised him from. Yeah, 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 that's what he's known for. He was also apparently in Pacific Rim. And Monsters University. Um, and Will Arnett, um, who we know from Arrested Development, amongst other things. Like, so many people. So many people are in this movie, and it's just kind of really exciting to see. The trailer makes me excited and happy and kind of brings back childhood memories. Well, it doesn't really do the last thing, but, you know, we can pretend that it does. Um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it, it definitely looks like a good movie. It, but I think it was one of those things when the trailer first came out, I was like, oh, Lego movie, okay. But then I watched it and I was like, this is great. Like, this looks like it's actually going to be a really good movie. Right. I'm totally, I'm totally into it. 
the whole thing just seems to really fit together well. Because <laughs> 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 that's what Lego does. And, you know, so far the trailers have been funny and it seems to be animated well and made it. It's also made in Australia, although I wouldn't consider it an Australian film because it's clearly being made by companies, uh, like paid for by companies that are outside of Australia. You know, so as a general rule, it seems to be, uh, you know, it seems to be a good flick. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. Yeah. So the, I guess the story for this um, is that Emmett is an ordinary Le- Lego minifigure, mistakenly thought to be the extraordinary master builder. And he's recruited to join a quest to stop President Business from gluing the Lego universe together. That's so evil. Like, that's possibly the most evil thing that you can imagine. I don't care about any of the other movies uh, as far as, you know, how evil their plots are. But this one, this this whole idea of gluing Lego together, that's just pure, unadulterated evil. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe then the the bad guy in Need for Speed, that will be his, like, his, his sub, the subplot is that he's attempting to glue Legos together. And that's why they need, you know, they need the, the drugs that Jesse Pinkman has and the strange magical powers that Beetlejuice <laughs> has to stop him from doing this. Oh, I see. I see how this is all fitting together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I keep making Lego jokes without being too. Uh, so, hopeful rating. What do you? What would you give it out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it uh, a seven and a half. Which I know seems yeah. low for a movie that that I, I I hyped up, but I'm worried that all the really funny bits were already in the trailer. I think that's that's like everybody's uh you know everybody's expectation when they see a trailer for a comedy. Yeah. Um. Is is that all the all the funny bits were in the trailer? Typically, if it's a bad movie. <laughs> They were, yeah. <laughs> and otherwise, otherwise, you know, you 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 were pleasantly surprised. So it's really, it's not like you, I can say to you definitely, uh, you know, that's not going to be the case. But I'd like to think that it it's not going to be like that bad. I th- I'd like to think that it's going to be good. Um, they've got good cast on there who know how to you know do jokes. I I like Chris Pratt's humor. I'm not great on Will Ferrell's, but it is animated, so that doesn't necessarily, you know, I, I have a rule about that where, uh, you know, comedy actors in a in animation don't tend to be as cray as they as they are, you know, in other movies. Right. So is that the is is, is that the Sarah Silverman principle? I believe that's the last time that we talked about it. Yeah, we we talked about it when we when we discussed. Uh, uh, Wreck It Ralph, I believe, earlier this year. Yeah, and yes, I, that is the that is the same same principle. Um, Sarah Silverman was good in Wreck It Ralph because um, because animated movies have this weird thing where they make comedy actors that I hate, like really, really don't like. Uh, they make them seem palatable, <laughs> and in some cases, make them actually you know like it, it, it kind of makes them seem good to me at least in that film it doesn't you know doesn't cover up all their past wrongs right let's not go that far (laughs) let's not be crazy or anything 
Yeah, but in that in that particular film, they they seem to do it. It seems to kind of lift them in in my experience. Mm. Mm. So I didn't give it a rating. My rating is nine. That's oh. my that's my expected rating for it. It's very high. Yes, it is. Well, it's not it's not super high, but it's high. I have good feelings about this movie, and I'm willing to put it, basically go all in, <laughs> all into one before the max. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in for nine bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you want to go and see this movie, uh, or if you're interested in this movie and you haven't actually looked into it yet, the trailer and the IMDb uh, details will be in the show notes. It's coming out uh, in the US on the 7th of February, and in uh, in the Australia it will be in on the 3rd of April, uh, because that's what happens. They release them like a month apart. And it always seems to be the movies that I'm looking forward to, right? Like, I, I, I'm super keen on certain movies and then they won't release them for like a month. Um, They did it with The Muppets a couple of years ago and they did it with, I think they did it with Tintin, although I managed to get like a an exclusive pre-screening um, ticket, which was amazing because it came out and I basically got to see it, you know, at the same time as everybody else. But this won't probably happen for Lego and it makes me sad. Well, you'll you'll have to... You know, you know what you can do if you really want these movies that come out earlier than the US? Buy a plane ticket, fly over, watch the movie. Actually, you know what? <laughs> if you're lucky, they might do some special deal where you'll get to watch it on the plane. Because, you know, sometimes they have like more recent <laughs> movies. So you're watching it on the plane over. You know, you'll get out, stretch your legs, get a bite to eat, get back on the plane. You can watch it again on the way back. <laughs> Several times, probably, because yeah. that's a long flight. Uh, good, good. Um, you, you know what would be really helpful uh, in these instances like this would be time travel. Well, it's such a crazy coincidence you bring that up considering our next movie has to deal with time travel. Man, we're doing great today, aren't we? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, the next movie is X-Men Days of Future Past. So, this is the one that was kind of teased at the end of, um, what was it, The Wolverine? Yes, The uh, Wolverine. Right. Where you saw uh, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart kind of meet up with... Hugh Jackman's character in, I think it was an airport. Uh, anyway, so X-Men Days of Future Past is about future Wolverine being sent back into his previous time body to meet up with the first class versions of Professor X and Magneto. Well, it would be the post first class versions, wouldn't it? Yes, that's Given true. Given that... I, I believe this movie take, te- technically takes place post first class and post the Wolverine. Yeah. Yes, it's tr- true. True on both counts. So this is X Men Second Class, the Wolverine thing. I think. I think that's. I think that's the proper <laughs> title for this one. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah clearly, clearly, that's the title. It's. It's clear that uh, this whole Days of Future Past thing is just a. Is a. It must be like a clerical error or something. Yeah, that's exactly know, right. They happen. They happen sometimes, and it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So the future scenes will take place are, are after the Wolverine, and I guess you could say that's that timeline is the X Men one, two, and three, and the Wolverine. That that timeline is the future one, and then right. when, when he goes back in time, it will be the X Men First Class timeline, and it'll take place 
uh, after that movie. And it's supposed to be the uh, Fox's way of merging these two not quite, you know, not, not quite perfect movie universes together in, in a way that somehow makes sense. You say you say not quite perfect. I mean, um, I mean, I'm going to take that a step further and be and and say that the X Men movie franchise is about as far from perfect as you possibly could get. I meant timeline wise, in in the sense that they don't mesh. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, there are a lot of continuity things going on in the co- in the uh, X Men universe, regardless of what side of the fence, uh, you know, what side of the timeline you're on. Um, you know, they, they, it, they don't match up. Many of them don't don't even match up in you know within themselves, which is crazy. Uh, there's massive amounts of continuity stuff going on. Well, probably, uh, rather, or rather, continuity problems going on. Yeah, this is this is kind of yeah Fox's way of trying to you know try and stitch it back together and try and make you know appease the fans, I guess. Um. I'm not buying it because a there's way too much for them to be uh, them to be you know fixing up in this movie, and some of it's just not possible to fix up. Uh, and you know, otherwise they just basically the movie. You could, we go, I feel like if that was the case, we'd have to walk into a movie cinema, we, a movie theater. We'd sit down, and uh, the movie would start playing. Except it's not a movie; it's actually just a, a dude. Uh, that is actually is just pointing out all the continuity problems and then explaining how they how they actually work and basically making a whole lot of excuses. Um, that would be the only way to do it, and nobody would watch that. Well, I think what's probably going to end up happening is whatever he goes back in time to do changes it so that they're actually two separate timelines. Right. So the idea is, yeah, the, this the. It will basically change, uh, change the future, and so then we'll get like a. They can kind of reboot it in the same way that uh, that Star Trek was rebooted, um, with you know with the new JJ movies where somebody went back in time and changed you know changed the past and therefore changed you know the the whole timeline. They're basically doing the same thing, just in a kind of a slightly more convoluted manner. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think about the, the I guess, the main X-Men universe right now doesn't have a Cyclops, doesn't have a Jean Grey. Two of the most, two of the more iconic X-Men characters, they're both dead. You know what I mean? Like, that, right. that's that's already kind of a, that's not, that's not a great place to to leave your franchise, to leave, you know, your story gone. Oh, yeah, you know those main characters who've been in the comics for a while? Oh, no, they're gone. We, we don't have them anymore. So, you can you can already pretend like that timeline was a bit weird and maybe would lead to something dark where someone would have to go back in time to change things. Got to go back in time. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one of the other interesting things that came out about this movie uh, was that Brian Singer kind of announced another movie, another X-Men movie that I, I think from the rumors going around will will be referenced in the end credit scene for, for Days of Future Past. Oh my! They're really uh, taking a, a a note out of Marvel's playbook, aren't they? Yes. Well, I mean, it is technically and by, it, the, by this I, by this that I mean like Marvel Studios, yeah. uh, as opposed to just Marvel in general, right? Um, because technically, kind of two separate, not entities, but you know, you know, 
you know what I mean? Because you know the the whole X Men franchise is managed by somebody else, and Marvel only kind of is there for you know to make sure that they stay true to characters and stuff, and to make sure that Stanley gets his cameos. Although he, I don't think he had any cameos in X Men. No, he did. Did he? Yeah. Well, I don't remember all of them, but I know in the first one he was like he was on the beach. I think he was like selling hot dogs. When when you saw when See. Senator Kelly comes up from the water and he's like that weird like water like part like the liquid when he's like the liquid person semi, he comes out of the water fluid yeah yeah and like he walks by the beach I'm pretty sure Stanley is like the hot dog salesman it's a bird no it's a plane no it's semi fluid man yeah <laughs> uh good good yeah look I I don't know I'm I'm unconvinced I'm still unconvinced uh. The trailer doesn't look all that interesting to me. It looks like it's trying to be very um, poignant and failing in every possible manner. Uh, I personally think it probably will rate around a five, perhaps a four. I'm going to give it higher. I'm going to say an eight, but I think that's more hope than necessarily what the trailer is telling me. Right. I um, hope that a it's good because I do actually really like this the Daisy Future Past storyline in the comics, but also the Wolverine was a really great movie. That's true. And I'm hoping that they continue on with that and don't go back to the way the other movies have been. Well, that's yeah, that's and that's true. Um, there there is there is every hope that uh that this will actually be good. Um, I guess I've been somewhat disenfranchised by the whole uh x-men origins wolverine and you know the just the clumsiness of the continuity with uh with all the other x-men movies with perhaps the exception of days of future past which is probably up there as far as you know the quality of them goes I am hopeful, though. Like, don't get my, don't take my star rating the wrong way. I'm, I am hopeful, and look, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be very, very excited to see, you know, Patrick Stewart and uh, Ian McKellen, you know, back in these roles for, you know, the, uh, you know, f- for, I guess, half a film. <laughs> Maybe not even that. <laughs> Who knows? We don't know. We're just gonna have to to check it out when it comes out. So. Uh, it is out in Australia in May, uh, the 22nd and, uh, in the U S it hits on the 23rd of May as well, which is like, you know, the next day. It's one of those other, it's a crazy thing where, you know, movie comes out in Australia first. Well, it's good because we'll have to go see it first because otherwise the interwebs will be full of spoilers. Indeed. I don't have a, a cool segue for this one. I, I can't think of one. Oh, I'm sure we can come up with some some sort of water pun. Like, Jelly, are you okay? You're looking a bit washed out. Much like (laughs) the earth in Noah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so the next movie is Noah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that was a bit of a reach. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so Noah, um, this is a movie that I feel like I found out about late. It's essentially the biblical story of Noah and the ark and, you know, the great flood and et cetera, et cetera. If, um, if Noah was played by um, the Spaniard from Gladiator. 
Right. So the, well, that's of course, it, and that's exactly it. Which is why the subtitle of this movie is, of course, Gladiator Two. No, no. See, it's it's not actually Gladiator Two. It's Gladiator Two, the Breaking Bad, Beetlejuice, Lego Movie sequel. Yes, that's. I don't know how I forgot that other half. <laughs> it's like the other two thirds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a movie that I I'm really not sure what to think about it. Uh, you know, as a biblical movie, I feel like it's going to be somewhat uh, lax in its. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a that is that is a word. Uh, you know, also not. It, it's not going to be uh, according to canon. <laughs> if you want to go that that route as well, uh, regardless of you know what you think of the Bible, this is not going to be the you know the literal uh, retelling of the biblical story. Uh, there have been liberties taken. Obviously, to make it into a uh, you know a big blockbuster, I'm going to go with action movie because there does seem to be action in it. Although most of the action that we see in the trailer uh, is you know water based action. Well, um, there, there like, there's a bit of uh, Russell Crowe beating on people with a staff and and like an army or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, there does seem to be some of that, uh, and. Uh, obviously you know they need to make they need to create some you know people related tension in order that for this movie to sell tickets um so yeah it's, it's not going to be you know according to the the original script i guess they're ad-libbing <laughs> he's just walking there and go all right and now you're talking to god ah, i think i'm gonna beat up some guys with the staff all right go ahead <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly how they how they how they made this movie, or it does seem it seem to be that way. Um, it does have uh, it does have as mentioned Russell Crowe in it. It has I can't remember her name, but I'm going to go with Hermione Granger, Emma Watson, Emma Watson. I knew it was an Emma, but I couldn't come up with anything other than Stone because I saw Emma Stone in relation to the Lego movie. Um, apparently, she was cut. She was uh, considered for you know the one of the lead roles. But that's beside the point, because we're talking about Noah now. It seems like a very big budget. I don't want to say indie flick. That's not the word I'm looking for. It's more like... one of the, It's one of those movies where they're an Oscar nomination movie. One of those movies right. that they make just so that they can try and fish for Oscars. That's what this movie is. Uh, uh, I don't know. I feel, I feel like movies like that tend to be much more, uh, I guess, straight up dramatic. As opposed to this, which at least the. No, but did you see? Did you see the parts where there's like the the flashing of you know, various random elements? I think that's supposed to be the way that God speaks. Uh, it's not like oh, let's have a voice that booms from the heavens and says, "Noah, I want you to build an ark," or anything. It's just like you know, rather than you know saying things plainly in words, he he does things like you know. Shows you a picture of a flower and a dandelion swaying in the breeze. And then it's a tree, but then it's a house and then it's a lake. And that's how you know that you've got to build an ark. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. I knew exactly where you were going with that. <laughs> it's like um, it's, uh, I was listening to another podcast today. I know, I know. It's uh, you know, sacrilege and whatnot. whatnot. You should only listen to Jelly and Bean. Uh I was listening to another podcast today where they were talking about emojis and specifically they were talking about uh about 
Moby Dick being translated uh, into emojis, <laughs> um, which seems crazy, but it's basically like God talks in emojis. That's that's my thinking. <laughs> well, that, that's your thinking for how um, Noah is going to treat God talking anyway. Yep, yep, because he can't, you know, grasp the full meaning of the of the words used. So it's pictures instead. <laughs> pictures. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the picture book. Yeah, so the movie looks um, different. I I, th- I think that's the the nicest. Yeah, it. I don't know. It's, it doesn't look like a movie where I go. I'm. I, I can't say I'm looking forward to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Look, I don't. I don't know that I'm looking forward to it. I probably will go and see it because I feel that I have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> but only because you know. We get so few, I mean, if anybody that was listening to, I think it was the end of episode 51, there was, uh, there was uh, maybe, I can't remember exactly, there was a post-credit sequence, uh, I'll throw the link in the show notes, uh, there was a post-credit sequence uh, in, our, in the episode, you know, after the theme, uh, where we talked about the upcoming Left Behind movie that is being made, um, the reboot of that. And how we we specifically touched on, or I specifically touched on, how uh, how Christian movies are really really bad. Yeah, like they're just they're the worst. Um, they're like okay, they're like indie movies if they were you know made by people who have no idea how to make a movie. If they were made <laughs> by your mum, not your mum, but you know collective the collective your mum. Um, you know <laughs> the you know what I mean. <laughs> That's a lot of <laughs> nagging. <laughs> <laughs> the collective your mum <clears throat> you know it's they're just not good um and so it's very very rare that we actually get you know good movies based on uh you know christian properties i guess um because te- typically the people that are making those movies are you know people who are making christian movies which are terrible um although star some you know random random actors like you know we were talking in that post-credit sequence that Nicolas Cage is going to be in the new Left Behind which probably is not a good thing which means you know it's it's... going to be even worse than before (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you know it's a it's it seems like you know it so I feel that I kind of need to because in like this is like probably going to be one of the best Christian movies that we're going to get in the next few years. Like, I think it's just basically, it comes down to that. Uh, and I mean, that's, that's not saying, that's not saying a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess uh, I feel like I'll, 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 I'll need to see it so I can at least, you know, uh, decide how I feel about it. Um, for real. So what would you say? You would give it a 10 though. Yeah. Look, it's, I'm going to go as low as a three. Okay. Because I gave X-Men a four, four to five. So let's call that a five, four and a half. Um, but I don't feel, I don't even have as much hope for Noah as I have for, for X-Men. Um, it does kind of look interesting, but not interesting enough to you know make it any higher than that. What, how do you feel about it? I think I'd say a three. Yeah. That's what yeah, I go. Yeah. I think, well, 
There's nothing wrong with me giving it the same score. We don't. We don't. We don't have <laughs> no, to disagree. Just, it was. It was more the. It was more the way that you said it, <laughs> as if you didn't know what my rating was. Well, I'm just letting you know that that's my rating, regardless of what your rating is. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're allowed to think the same. Uh, yeah. Look. Uh, is there any particular reason for the for the rating? I, I don't know. Like, I, I like Russell Crowe in certain movies, but I feel like there's nothing. There's nothing about this movie where you go, oh, he seems like a great choice for this. It just it, like there. There's no character in Noah that you can tell from at least from the trailer. It just looks like it's again Gladiator Two, but with with rain instead of uh, Romans, you know. And then somehow, uh. Toby Marshall is going to drive in and it's actually going to be, he, he's going to be Jesse Pinkman and, uh, you know, he's going to pull out a bag full of, of blue meth and he's going to sell it to all the army. And that's why they attack because they're all, you know, going nuts on, on meth. Yes. And I don't know that that's how meth works, but you know, that that's how it works in the, mo- in this, in this picture. And do, do you know who the leader of that army is? Beetlejuice. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> nice. Uh nice. Yep. And uh and God is is you know sending the great flood in order to uh to wash away all the the glued together Lego. That's true. Yep. I, I think we we've got this all uh all, all uh, linked in. We're all good. figured out. Yes. So Noah is coming out in March. Uh, it's on the 27th in Australia, the 28th in the US. Uh, again, show, uh, t- show notes is where you'll find the trailer and stuff like that. Uh, you know, go there for and check it out. Uh, our next movie is Maleficent. The one that's fun to say. It is kind of fun to say. Maleficent. Uh, for those of you who have no idea what I just said... Uh, Maleficent is the uh, is the bad guy or bad bad gal person bad gal uh, the bad <laughs> person <laughs> from uh, from Disney's Sleeping Beauty uh, which is a movie that came out in like the 50s or something yeah it's an animated uh, that, so I, I, the Sleeping Beauty was animated yeah wasn't it I think it was 59 yeah 59 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late fifties. Uh, it was animated. It was an animated movie. Uh, and this is essentially, I I feel like from the trailer at least, uh, this feels like a retelling of that same story in live action. Uh, and starring Angelina Jolie, it feels like a retelling of that same story, but from Maleficent's point of view, because that seems to be the cool thing to do these days is tell it from the other guy's view, rather. Gals, other person's view. You know what I mean. It looks interesting. I wouldn't go so far as to say it looks good. Um, it looks like it looks along the lines of the elk of you know Angelina Jolie's pick of movies in the last few years. You know, like Salt and uh, and that sort of thing. Where you know she she does pretty well and she's well known, but the movies that she picks aren't necessarily groundbreaking or amazing or anything like that right um but that being said all the disney disney files will turn out in droves um because and look this I, is- I think that's the other reason why you don't necessarily want to underestimate this movie is it is a disney movie and it is 
uh, you know, it is essentially based on what is, well, you know, a fairy tale is essentially a Disney property as well. <laughs> right. So, like, I, I don't think they're, they're not going to necessarily let up something that's terrible. I mean, that'd be great, but I don't think it's going to be terrible. Right. It's going to be one of those movies where you just kind of, uh, where, where, you know, the credits roll and you're sitting there in your chair and you just kind of turn to whoever's sitting next to you and you realize that that's actually some you know, big hairy dude and you turn the other way and, oh, that's 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 your wife. <laughs> and then you say, <laughs> uh, well, I just saw that, I guess. That sure was uh, a movie. <laughs> it's, you know, it's one of those types of movies. Uh, you know, it's not bad, but it's not good. That's That's how I feel about it as well. But that being said, Interested to see where it goes. Uh, it does kind of look, and it looks pretty, you know, insofar as you can, you know, make a movie about an evil animated person who is actually being played in live action now. Uh, pretty, very kind of stylistic, I guess, in its, uh, in in its in its look and feel. I'm thinking kind of like the uh, the. The recent uh, Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland uh, sequel remake thing, uh, which, yeah, so you know, it's it, it's it's very stylistic, very kind of heavy on the effects and stuff like that um, to make everything seem kind of otherworldy. Um, yeah, not necessarily in such a not in like a quirky way. It, it actually some um, I'm looking at some of the stills. It reminds me a bit of um. Oh, the movie with I can't believe I'm forgetting his name, but I think it's also it might be Tim Burton. Uh, who's the guy? Johnny Depp. Thank, you. thank you, uh, Jelly, for giving me was, giving me the stare that that helped me figure it I out. I was I was trying to figure out what you were actually talking about, so I could give you a right answer. However, however, I was thinking Johnny Depp, and I was just like, I'm not sure that he means Johnny Depp. I'm just going to wait until he gives me something that I can go on before I tell him anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's I'm I'm sorry. I should have uh, I should have jumped in. Well, no, it's it's all right. It, it let me know that I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. Ah, that's what some of the like. If, if you look at at least I'm looking at IMDb at some of the the stills. Like that's what I guess almost the the color and like that that kind of misty look that it kind of always has. That's what it reminds me of. Which is another Tim Burton movie. So you know, Alice in Wonderland. And Sleepy Hollow, it, it, same movie. They they mm, both have Beetlejuice mm, and Jesse Pinkman, mm. so it's all right. <laughs> uh, every movie coming out has just Be- Beetlejuice and Jesse Pinkman. Just you just got to find them. You just got to look hard enough. Yeah, yeah. And how about like how about the choice of Angelina Jolie as uh, as Maleficent? How did, like- I, I think that could be very very a very good choice. I I think it's one thing you, you did mention. She hasn't made great decisions about what movies to be in recently um you, you know there I, I, I most of those movies i haven't seen so i don't know if she's necessarily done a great job and just the movie itself was was crap but you know generally she's she's a you know a decent to, to decent to good actress right yeah I, I i like her in most of the stuff that she's in like i don't i wouldn't call her a bad actress um, I wouldn't call her a great actress either, which is you know making me think that this is the perfect choice of movie for her, <laughs> <laughs> because this is exactly what we said about the, the movie. 
uh, you know, she's been in some good roles that I've really liked her in, um, and she's been in roles that I just seemed nonplussed about. Um, well, I think what's or I important seem to be nonplussed. I was, I just was nonplussed about them. I guess. I think what's important is that she's she's a strong actress, right? Which is what 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 this character needs. Like, you don't want someone who kind of Absolutely. just fades into the background. You want someone who can, I guess, steal the show. And uh, and you know that that's that's kind of maleficent all over, and so that's you know that's important for this particular character. I mean, maleficent has probably got to be one of the major Disney villains, if not the you know the Disney villain. Like, if you think about Disney villains for a sec, who do you think of? Don't say anybody other than maleficent. <laughs> That breaks my entire theory. Well, I, w- I would obviously say Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. You get my I just sit there, though. I just want to let you know for that joke. I just sit there and go, who is the most obscure villain that I can think of from a Disney movie <laughs> in, in the next five seconds? Uh, good, good. Uh Yes, so uh, like she's she's got to be probably the the most uh, iconic. Disney villain has definitely got one of the most iconic, you know, looks about her with the crazy horn things, and they're totally doing that with this, uh, with this, with this movie. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I'm about a five, I think. Um, you know, right there in the middle. I'll one up you. I'll, I'll say a six. I, I mean, I, I think with this one, I'm, I'm, I'd love for it to be a better movie, right? You know, like if if this movie comes out and we go and you know we go see it whenever whenever that is and we walk out go that was great i love that i'm totally okay with that like it isn't a movie where i'm like this needs to be terrible to validate my feelings <laughs> no i i would agree like i'm hoping that this is a good movie um because uh you know we're, we're, this is i mean for starters it's uh you know got uh got a relatively good lead in it uh it's you know about an interesting character it's you know a retelling of a classic Disney movie, uh, and that kind of makes me hopeful, but at the same time, I kind of expect it to not be great. Uh, I do want it to be good, though, and I definitely will go and see it in the cinemas. Uh, it hits. We don't have an Australian date for it yet. It comes out in the US on the 30th of May, so I'm guessing middle of the year, probably later than May, maybe maybe June uh, for Australia. That's my That's my rough guess. Uh, there is a video uh, trailer. There is, as you know, trailers are videos. Uh, there is a trailer uh, link in the show notes, and you can go and uh, check that out if you like. And our next movie is one we have talked about many, 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 many times before. We like to call it the movie that we're the most excited about, but know the least about. Yes, that is one hundred percent true. This movie is. Guardians of the Galaxy. And it stars everybody's favorite Chris Pratt. And everybody's other favorite Karen Gillan. And everybody's other, other favorite Zoe Saldana. And everybody's other, other, other favorite Benicio Del Toro. And everybody's other, 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 other favorite Vin Diesel. And everybody's other, 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 other favorite Glenn Close. And the guy that everybody kind of likes, Bradley Cooper. And the guy that no one likes, John C. Riley. Does nobody like him? His mom does. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Now I know your feelings about John C. Riley. Good. <laughs> 
So, Guardians of the Galaxy is uh, is the first, well, technically, it's the first movie that we're going to talk about tonight that's from Marvel, but it's the second movie that's coming out this year from Marvel, and we'll talk to the, about the next one in a moment. Uh, it's It seems to be, it, it seems like it's going to be a departure from the previous Marvel movies in a certain uh, manner of speaking. Um, as everybody that's listening to this should know, the Marvel movies all happen in the same universe, and uh, you know that's how they that's how they're doing their their movies. This is also going to be in the same universe. However, it does seem that it's going to be taking place in a different timeline, just you know because of a lot of the stuff that we're kind of hearing. Now, I want to point out that when you say different timeline, you don't mean alternate universe. You just mean not concurrent with the movies we're currently seeing. Right. It seems to be happening in the future. Uh, is what I mean. And not necessarily long way in the future, but some point in the future. However, it does kind of it does have uh, it does have you know a regular regular guy um, as the lead role, which is played by Chris Pratt. Um, his name I cannot remember the character's name, but he kind of goes. He's like he goes into space and stuff. <laughs> this is how much I know about the movie. That's good. We know a lot about this movie. <laughs> Chris Pratt's character is called Peter Quill, also known as Star Lord. Star Lord is the name that I was looking for. Um, that's his superhero name. And uh, it's, I mean, it's the other thing about this movie is that it's it's a solo movie, but not a solo movie, if that makes any sense at all. Uh, it's a, a lot of the Marvel solo movies, are, you know, well, actually all of the Marvel movies other than Avengers so far have been solo movies in the instance that they have one lead and several surrounding characters, right? Guardians of the Galaxy seems to be about a team, uh, first and foremost. Um, it will probably focus on, uh, Star-Lord as, you know, as the person that we kind of see the movie through his eyes or whatever uh however it's a team movie much the same way that avengers was in that you know there's that got the guardians of the galaxy are are you know are plural you know they're a team so it's it's a lot of different you know it's 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 kind of breaks out of the the marvel format so far uh in a lot of different ways but there's and and there's even more like it's you know it's not a phase 2 movie um i mean it is a phase 2 movie but it's not a phase 2 movie in that it actually is kind of like the starting point for phase 3 uh, before phase 2 is even finished and um then there's the whole thing where it's apparently got a very different feel to the other marvel movies in that it's a little bit i guess quirky yeah, I was going to say goofy, um, but quirky is probably a, a good word as well. Quirk, quirky, uh, quirky sounds more lovable than goofy. Goofy just sounds like a Disney character, although it is. It is a know, Disney character. Disney, yeah. Disney, well, you know, it, it you know it is a Disney property. Marvel is now. Would you like to hear something interesting that I found out while looking into more details about this movie for in preparation for our discussion? Do go on. Do you remember Ronan from Stargate Atlantis? I do remember Ronan from Stargate Atlantis. Who couldn't remember him? That's true. He was almost cast in this movie. Was he? Yes. As So there's a character in this movie called Drax the Destroyer, who's played by, uh, I think it's uh, Dave, I'm not going to pronounce his name, ba- ba- Bautista, maybe? Bautista, yeah. And, apparent, and apparently um, Jason Momoa... Ronan was like the the second you know a second essentially second place for that role. Mm, interesting. 
I think I, re- I, f- I think I remember that. Uh, that that seems like a while ago. Um, mm. And my memory is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm old. That's the joke. Uh, not really. Um, yeah, I do. I do seem to remember. Like that was a that was a possibility. You know, along with all the other possibilities that kind of came and went. Like you know, the fact that we were almost we almost. Well, we didn't almost. It was rumored that we might get David Tennant as Rocky Raccoon, who is now being played by Bradley Cooper. You know, although I, I'm I'm willing to see where this goes, and I and to be fair, we haven't seen any trailers for it yet. And uh, well, at least at the time of recording, um, there may very well be trailers uh, when you're actually listening to this, <clears throat> because you know that's how it goes. Although I feel like the trailer will probably come around the same time as uh, as you know Captain America, which um, that seems to be roughly fair. Fair? No, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe how they do things rather than fair. <laughs> it just seems like the way that they would do it. I don't know. I'm 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 very I'm very keen to see this film. I'm I'm very keen to see it do good. It's probably an eight for me. How do you feel about it? Just for the sake of disagreeing, I will say an 8.1. So, yeah, I, I think we've definitely hyped it up. Let's put it that way. So if it, if it sucks, I'm going to be super disappointed. <laughs> right. And I, I've, I feel the same way. Like, I'm I'm very hopeful for this movie. Um, I'm hopeful. Like, I'm way more hopeful than I am for X-Men uh, or even Maleficent, obviously, because I'm giving a way higher rating. Um, but also, like, I, I feel like Marvel makes good movies, right? The worst movie I think we can all agree that Marvel has made is Thor, the like the first one. Yes. Um I think that's pretty widely accepted to be the worst Marvel movie yet. Um that being said, Thor wasn't a terrible movie. There are far worse movies. Um it was probably like it, it, the the reason that everybody goes on about it being so bad is because it was mediocre amongst a whole bunch of really good Marvel flicks. Really great Marvel flicks. It kind of got the same bad rap that Cars gets, right? Because Cars is what fairly widely accepted as being the worst, uh, the worst Pixar movie. Um, and yet, it it also is not a bad necessarily a bad movie. Uh, it's just you know mediocre amongst a bunch a bunch of really good movies. Uh, I feel like that you know this is one of those things where if. Guardians of the Galaxy is bad, it won't necessarily be really, really bad. It'll just be mediocre. Uh, and it w- it'll, I mean, that'll still disappoint us, and it actually will probably disappoint us a lot more than, you know, if, a, if you know, another movie that we were kind of looking forward to that has no other, you know, related thing uh, attached to it was bad. Let's say, you know, the Lego movie. Let's say the Lego movie turns out to be really bad. We're going to be slightly less disappointed by it because there's not much else to go on other than the fact that it's a Lego movie and has lots of people that we like in it. Right. But Guardians of the Galaxy has definitely got, you know, it's it's surrounded by, I don't know, Titans? Um, you know, superheroes of movies? I don't know. I feel like I need to say something really kind of smart and off the cuff there. Uh the, I feel like that if you know if we're disappointed by this movie, it'll be because it's mediocre, not because it's really really bad. And so therefore, you know, I feel like it's I think I feel like an eight, an eight, or an eight point one. If you're going to be that sort of person, uh, and is, I am. is probably is probably warranted. And you know, he's hoping that we actually walk out of it and we go, "Holy mother of cheese!" 
that was an amazing movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that definitely sounds like something I would say. <laughs> I know a movie that you would definitely say that about. Would that movie be Captain America: The Winter Soldier? Why, yes, it would be, because we all know you love Cap. I mean, he, you're, you're basically wearing uh, a, a Cap hoodie on our album art. I mean, well, you're not basically at, at all you times. are. Yeah, at all times. Yeah. I can see that you're wearing one right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. It's what I do. You must be yeah, really so, hot in that. It's, it's yeah. like, you know, it's been pretty hot lately. Well, I, I, only, I only wear it for uh, the, the banter and then I can take it off because you're not going to oh, mention it again. Right. Okay, good. Right. So this is the next Captain America movie. So, of course, the secret subtitles, you know, the, the Beetlejuice-ing, Breaking Bad, um, Lego movie. Maleficent, Noah. <laughs> We're just going to mention past. every movie that <laughs> that we that we've talked about so far. Every time we talk about the next movie, why can't we like? Why can't we now like weave Spider Man into this one, uh, so that we can you know, so that this is actually you know the the sequel to Spider Man, although it comes out afterwards. I don't know, the timeline's all mixed up and it's confusing me. It's kind of like X-Men. Um, but we need to go back in time and fix it. <laughs> this looks like it could be okay. I am hopeful for it, but I'm disappointed in the trailer, as I believe I mentioned in uh, in an, a previous episode where we talked about, uh, I talked about the trailer when the trailer actually came out. It does seem to be of a slightly different uh, feel to the previous Captain America movie, which kind of worries me a little bit because the previous Captain America, aside from the fact that the Red Skull looked like he was made out of plastic, was pretty good. And any sort of departure from that is kind of a risk, I guess. Well, see, I think with Captain America, I think they've taken the liberty to to kind of play around with what we would consider a traditional superhero movie. Right, because like I think if if we want something that's like if we think of any of the Marvel movies that are the most generically superhero, I would say it's probably the Thor movies. Okay, you know you you have your your big guy who pretty much has no weaknesses, finds a you know semi attractive woman, falls in love with her, saves the day at the last second, everybody loves him, yay, flag waving. Look at my big arms. It, yes, that's true. That's what you need to be a superhero, <laughs> and. I mean, Iron Man isn't obviously isn't your traditional superhero either, movie either, but it's got its own kind of style, and it's stuck to that for all three of the movies. Like generally, it's it's you know, it's terrible things happen. RDJ makes quips, has a bunch of suits, it saves the day. But I think with Captain America, they it was a bit different because even though yes, he's still a superhero, like the the first movie was was essentially a, a period piece slash war movie, right. You know, it was it. Well, it did have a, a lot of, you know, I guess fantastical things like you know, giant Nazi tanks that are like you know the size of skyscraper type things. Like it didn't really involve Captain America, you know, doing anything super superhuman. You you know, like yes, again, still some things, but not like super extraordinary. So you know, it kind of had a different feel. And I think at least what I got from the trailers is it almost has a feel of like a political thriller. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Which, not necessarily um, saying that's that's better than a superhero movie, but I think that 
again, like I said, like I think I think Captain America, they have a bit more leeway to play around with what they're going to do, like how they're going to make it a superhero movie. It won't just be because obviously it can't be a it can't be a period piece war movie anymore because that doesn't make sense nowadays. Right. But yeah, I, I see where you're going with that, because I mean, it's essentially and I, I'm getting this from the trailer as well. This is essentially the shield movie um, that we've kind of been expecting, I guess, but not have. It's one of those things where we knew we were going to get a, a dedicated shield movie, but it would just kind of be wrapped up in one of the other, uh, you know, one of the other franchises that they're they're putting out. But Captain America is almost the best fit for this, and we kind of saw that coming in the uh, in the Avengers when there was the whole thing with the guns and the Tesseract business, and uh, you know he found out that that they were you know creating weapons and all that sort of stuff, um, where he got to sneak around and be you know be a sneaky sneaky guy. Um, <laughs> this is a big. That's a big vocabulary you got there, Jelly. <laughs> uh, he. So, so, and this is kind of like the the uh, the continuation of that. So we, you know, we saw that that kind of was the stepping stone to this movie, which is essentially like you know this is uh, Cap Cap's um, going to kind of play play the part of oh you know what you guys are doing is you know is wrong and un-American and all that sort of stuff, you know, and uh, kind of you know take that stance against Shield that you know the regular regular joes wouldn't normally be able to um you know whereby you know essentially you know he's he's going to kind of be you know the judgment uh, upon upon shield or you know try to be uh in in a manner of speaking um i don't think it's him that uh you know crashes the helicarrier in in the trailer but i mean that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> he's like i don't like what you're doing so i'm gonna crash your helicarrier seems like like the worst kind of tantrum that could ever possibly happen <laughs> well you'd think for a a government organization with all that money and technology that they would have some sort of you know some sort of more of a foolproof system for keeping their helicarriers in the air <laughs> they really don't seem to do that, do they? Because they they have you know in the, in the Avengers they nearly lost it. And now they they basically have lost one. Uh, they just they just kind of like it. It must be like um, Sheriff Carter's car in Eureka. Because yes, it feels like it's destroyed like every episode. <laughs> yeah, and it's the same. It's almost the same. Like um, like it, it's you know they they just. They just continually destroying the thing, just because why not? Let's let's see how many different ways we can destroy this car, and so it's the same thing. How many ways can we bring down and destroy the helicarrier? So far, two. <laughs> Although the first one got, you know, it was saved, but you know, the second one it does seem to you know kind of take it out, uh, Enterprise style. So, what would you give based on the trailer? What what is your Captain America two? The Beetlejuicing uh, review score. Now, see, that's difficult because, I mean, for starters, um, the trailer I wasn't particularly, as as mentioned, I wasn't particularly keen on, um, for all of the above reasons, uh, and also because Scarlett Johansson's hair is weird, uh, just weird. I, I. You know, far be it from me to be the guy that judges, a, you know, judges somebody based on their looks. 
but it's weird. I well, like the hair in Avengers. Nobody likes just, the middle part. <laughs> but nobody likes it. Like it's like super straight. You know how how did she get the time to go over it with a straightener before you know before these like it must have been some like magical Asgardian hair straightener or something. No, no, no. It, it's it's tesseract powered. It's it's one of well, the weapons tesser- they were they were working on. All oh, right, okay. Isn't the tesseract Asgardian? I don't know. Somewhat well, the Asgardians Asgardian. had it, but I don't think I don't think it oh, actually right. was Asgardian. No, okay, yeah, that's fair. But then, on the other hand, I am hopeful for it, and far more hopeful than what I get from the trailer. Um, I think I'm going to give it about the same as Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to give it an eight um, because I, I just feel like you know I feel like I'm wrong when I watch the trailer. It can't be. <laughs> it can't be as bad as uh, as I'm expecting. Like as I feel as I get the feeling from the trailer, right? You know, it it can't be as bad as what I'm worried it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be a good movie. I have high hopes for it, despite the fact that I don't like the trailer as much as uh, as much as I would like to. Um, so I think an eight is roughly about where I sit for it. I'm going to say a nine, and I, w- I would say a ten, but I don't want to, you know. I don't, I don't want to be hurt in case it's not perfect. So I'll, I'll go with a nine. <laughs> no, but I, I think I, I really did enjoy the first one. Um, and I, I think this does look really good. Like, especially that, that scene in the elevator, you know, where it goes like, before we get started, <laughs> does anyone want to get off? You know, something like, like that was great. And you just, yeah, love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, there was, the, the, this, this, this trailer had plenty of good scenes in it. That's not why I don't like it. It's just a general feeling that I get from the trailer uh and you know and so i do have high hopes for it and you know hopefully it will be a good movie uh i guess we will just have to see yeah i and and i don't think we only see jelly i think right now we can just declare it a great movie and just leave it at that <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay sure um yes our next movie second to last the penultimate movie if you will is The Amazing Spider-Man 2, a.k.a. The Amazing Spider-Man, with the need for speed of Lego, Noah, maleficent Guardian-esque, Winter Soldier, Days of Future Past. Yep. It's a really long and convoluted title. I don't know why they chose it. Um, but we'll just call it The Amazing Spider-Man 2 uh, for this for this you know show. I think that should be the... Uh... Somehow we should find a way to merge us all together, and that should just be our title for every episode. <laughs> okay, I don't think so. It seems really <laughs> long and convoluted, but you know you can try it. So, Amazing Spider-Man Two, uh, which just uh, earlier this month uh, released the the first trailer, possibly the first of many. Who knows? By the time you you've listened to this, there might be more. It is got a while away. Like it's it's still a while off. It's it comes out uh, on the seventeenth of April in Australia and the second of May in the US. So it's not it's not super close or anything. Yeah. So this is a con- continuation of the reboot of the Spider Man movies with right with, with Andrew, Garfield Andrew Garfield as yeah. yeah. 
as <laughs> we just kind of both yeah, yep, we've got that we've got that in our heads. It's he stars as as Peter Parker, obviously. And it has Emma Stone in it, who is playing uh Gwen Stacy. And mm. Sally Field as 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 Aunt May. Also better known as the guy that or the girl that Robin Williams' character was married to in Mrs. Doubtfire. Right. Okay. Who was dating Pierce Brosnan in that movie as well. Right. So uh, <laughs> this is a movie that we've got, uh, you know, that we're, where we've got another set of uh, of villains, uh, if you will. Um, this movie is going to have, I think it's three in total. There's Rhino, who is being played by Paul Giamatti. Uh, there is uh, Electro, who is being played by Jamie Foxx. And there is a rebooted version of the Green Goblin. Who we believe is being played by, uh, who is well, we believe this version is the uh, the Harry Osborn version, who is being played by somebody Han, something. Dean Han. That's it. I knew it was something like that. Um, it looks, it looks like it could be a good movie. I don't think I'm as hopeful for it as. Uh, as I was, I am for the Marvel, other Marvel flicks, uh, that are actually Marvel flicks, um, you know, Guardians and, and, uh, and Cap. Right. Um, that being said, I did like the first one. I liked it so much that I saw it a couple of times in the cinema. I think it was a couple of times. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it twice while I was in America because that's when it came out. Um, one of them in IMAX. Hmm. I feel like this is possibly going to be, uh, you know, the, the, this is possibly going to be a good film. The problem, the only problem I think in this one is that um, the last time that we had multiple villains in a Spider-Man flick was the third Spider-Man flick, uh, starring um, Tobey Maguire. That's him. Yes. Yes, and that had several villains in it as well, and it was a terrible movie. Uh, just terrible. Um, and technically, typically, and typically that's the way that these things go is like, there's like a scale of some sort where the more, the more villains that you have, the worse the movie is. So that's like, I don't know. It's, you know, in parallel, I guess. Well, I mean, I, I understand why movie makers do that. Cause you go, okay. Well, the first movie is about the person developing their powers and becoming a superhero. Second movie is focused on a really good villain. And then the third, usually it's the third movie where they go, oh crap, we can't just focus on another villain because we've already done that. Let's just, let's just put a bunch of them in there. Yeah, right. And so let's focus on everybody. And I mean, here's the thing. It could work. Like, there's no reason why a film with multiple villains couldn't work. Um, for exactly the same reason as we can have a film with multiple uh, protagonists. I think that's the right word. Um, yes, it is. Uh, with multiple protagonists. The, you know, like like the Avengers or whatever. Um, you know, you can have a good uh, group cast movie um, that where everybody gets their own amount of screen time and we kind of feel like we know enough about the characters to, you know, feel for them or whatever. Um, the same can be, you know, pretty much done with a, with a, with supervillains or villains in a movie. I, at least I feel like that. I, f- I feel like that's the theory of it. Um, that's not necessarily how it seems to work in practice though, because what ends up happening is they f- spend 
the wrong amount of time, I guess, developing the characters. Uh, and so we kind of, it kind of feels a bit choppy or, or, or something. I don't know. It's hard to really grasp it, but it's, you know, I, I feel like this could be a good movie as long as that doesn't let it down. I think that's, that's the worry because that's pretty much why they felt like they had to reboot Spider-Man was because they made it so terrible with multiple villains. And the, after one movie, they've gone, let's go back to that. Let's see if we can do, let's see if we can do it better than they did the first time. Well, to be fair, it is a different person at the helm. It has, uh, you know, different cast has, you know, different everything really. The only thing that's really the same is, uh, you know, the fact that it's being made by Sony and uh, is about a guy called Peter Parker who happens to also be a super uh, Superman, a <laughs> superhero who also happens to be a superhero uh, called Spider Man. Um, that's really all this this franchise has in common with the previous franchise. Uh, it's I I don't know. It it could turn out really well. It could turn out that it's not a big problem in it's not a big problem in the long run. With that, you know, that being said, I feel like I could be let down. Like it's it's a very real real worry for me that I will be let down by the fact that there are multiple villains and it just won't it won't really do it won't really do it justice. Yeah, you know, and you know what? We, uh... I, I don't know what else to say after that, but yeah, that, that's that's pretty much the case. It's the, the worry is that this is going to be a movie where there's a, too much going on, and you're going to walk out of the movie going, I, I don't understand what, what was the what was the plot? Was it just you know guy <laughs> right, shoots beams right. at other guy who swings around on on webs? Um, that being said, it looks like it's it looks like a good movie, and by that I don't mean that it's you know that it's gonna it's going to be a good movie. It it what I mean is it's got good visuals. Um, this, the fight scenes certainly have a lot going on in them and seem to be very, uh, fast paced as they like, as, uh, people like to say, it has every potential to be good. You know, if that, if that whole thing with spending too much time on multiple villains, uh, turns out good, turns out okay, turns out well. Yeah. And you know what I'm hoping for if this movie goes well, that for the third movie, I hope they go back to like a single villain, but just choose one that's a bit more out there? Well, I don't think that that's what they're going to do, right? Because I think the idea for this, uh, and it certainly seems to be something that they're lining up, is that they're going to bring in the Sinister Six, uh, which would essentially, I guess, be the supervillain version of Avengers, in a way, where we have, you know, a whole bunch of supervillains, possibly just against Spider-Man, I guess, maybe... Uh, it's certainly being, uh, you know, it's certainly being hinted towards. There was stuff in the trailer. Uh, there's been stuff out, outside of that. We definitely know that there's going to be a third Spider-Man movie because Andrew Garfield is actually signed on for that. And in fact, there is going to be a fourth Spider-Man movie, even though Andrew Garfield's not necessarily signed on for it. But they have apparently greenlit a fourth movie, which suggests to me that there's going to be a movie about the Sinister Six. Yeah, it's probably true, but I'm still thinking they should. You know what it is? I just want to see a, a, a film with Carnage in it. Carnage is my favorite Spider-Man villain, and I'm just sad that they don't ever put him in in the movie. Or they haven't put him maybe, in the movie. Maybe one day. Maybe after the after the inevitable re reboot. 
Yes. <laughs> and and when we re- when they reboot Spider-Man for the third time, they'll make him even younger. Like they'll reduce <laughs> his age again, so he'll now he won't be in high school anymore. He'll be like middle school. No, no, no. Uh, he'll, he'll be in a diaper still. He'll be a baby. <laughs> That's a really big leap, man. He was like in college or whatever, and now he's in like high school. And I was thinking like the next step down, but if you want to go for for baby Spider Man, well, because then, you, the future is more extreme than we are right now, Jelly. Oh, they, right. they're gonna they're gonna I go see. there. <laughs> I like it. Amazing Spider-Man Two comes out as I believe I mentioned in May in Australia uh, in the US on the second, and uh, on the seventeenth of April in Australia. Uh, we have a trailer link. We have IMDb in the show notes. Uh, so I suggest that you go and check it out. Now, did we give a rating for this? Because I don't think I did. I don't think I did either. I'm, I'm going to say a seven. Okay. So, like, it looks good. I, I have my doubts. I have my worries. So I'm not gonna not gonna give it too high a score. No, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. I'm not gonna be like even seven point one. I'm going to agree with you on this because I I think I think it's you know it has hope, but it also kind of worries me a little bit, uh, and more so than any of the Marvel movies do. Uh, it's so I, I I keep saying the Marvel movies. By that I mean the Marvel Studios movies, the stuff in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as opposed to X Men, which I gave like a a four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it it, it does it, it it worries me more than the uh, than the MCU uh, movies, um, just simply because of this whole villain thing. And uh, I really hope that it turns out better. Uh, than that, and I have higher hopes for it than I do X Men because you know I liked the first movie as opposed to X Men, where I'm you know kind of am okay with some of the previous X Men movies. Um, I guess we'll just have to see. I guess that's what we'll just have to do. I feel like we said that a lot when we talk about movies. We talk about we say that a lot, pretty much about everything. We're just <laughs> like, oh yeah. This is what we know, and uh, we'll see what happens in the future. Which is basically that's just you know the nature of things. You will you know, we'll see, you'll see how they go. But for our final movie, and this is the movie that I think we uh, we most wanted to get to, uh, and uh, I think we would be Muppets to not in, not you know included in the show because I mean well it is. Time to start the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to get things started. A jelly and bean tonight. Uh, it's the Muppets Most Wanted. Yes, yes, it is. I, I would have sung along, but I didn't know any of the words. But for those, for, but as much as the listeners couldn't tell, but I was, I was dancing along for you. I was, I was giving you moral support. <laughs> yes, I saw that. I saw that. I mean, obviously, nobody else can see that because we don't share the video because otherwise it'd just be, you know, two guys, relatively handsome looking guys. No, actually, scratch that. Really good looking guys with like muscles and stuff just sitting around, semi shirtless, <laughs> uh, lots of rips everywhere, just kind of pulling muscles and stuff. Practicing our Hugh Jackman. <laughs> that is basically what uh, the videos look like uh, from Jelly and Bean, and we don't share them with you because we wouldn't want you to feel you know inadequate or anything like that. We, that we, we, we don't want to. We don't want to cause you to stumble. 
We're, we're, <laughs> we're looking out for your purity is what it is. <laughs> so Muppets Most Wanted uh, is, I, I, I don't want to say sequel because I don't think that's what it is. It's more like a another movie in the Muppets universe, if, you, if that makes any sense. It's essentially, you know, a, a standalone movie starring Muppets uh, in this kind of re uh, revitalized, uh, you know, Muppets world. Uh, you know, post post the Muppets. It doesn't have like Jason Siegel in it or any Amy Adams or anybody in it like that we had before. Uh, it's got a whole new uh, uh, live action cast, uh, but all the same, you know, Muppets that you know and love, and also Walter from the first movie. I feel like it's kind of more like a like a more like um, this is a reboot, not this movie, but you know this movie and the last movie. It's a reboot in the same sense that the you know the, the Doctor Who is a reboot of the old series, you know the new series of Doctor Who and versus the old series. Right. It's they're all the same series and they're all considered you know canon of each other, uh, but they. And they and the kind of newer ones reference the older ones, but it's in that kind of vein where it's it is kind of revitalized, all new actors, all new everything. And this is the kind of the second movie in this in this uh, in this new revitalized Muppets. Um, it's essential. The storyline seems to be, according to the trailer, seems to be that uh, Kermit gets mistaken for a, I want to say, Russian villain who looks exactly the same but has a mole uh you know he's a he's a frog with a mole i don't know how that works uh called constantine Const- yeah constantine yes i remembered it and so you know uh Kermit gets thrown in jail while constantine is you know goofing around with the muppets and trying to pretend to be kermit uh and then there's a whole you know evil subplot line with uh ricky gervais Ugh. i don't know I feel like this could be a good Muppets movie, but I don't feel like it could be a great Muppets movie. But that maybe that's just my my dislike of Ricky Gervais uh, kind of shining through there. I don't know. Well, you know what it is, is that for this to be a great Muppet movie, it needs one thing that this movie doesn't have. Don Cheadle? Well, I mean, every movie needs needs that, but I, I meant I mean, not for it to be a great movie. Again, every movie needs that. That's not where I'm going with this because, uh, you know, I'm just saying to be a great amongst Muppet movies, right. it needs Tim Curry. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, well, think think about it. He was the best part of Muppet Treasure Island, which is the best of the Muppet movies. And on top of that, name, name me a movie that Tim Curry was in where you said, I really wish they didn't have Tim Curry. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You, I you can't, can't really... Because that's never happened. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. Does this mean that Tim Curry is part of the list of people that you think should be in every movie? Uh, you know, is he of the same uh, ilk as? Well, not ilk, but is he in the same kind of category as you know as Carl Urban and Don Cheadle and David Hewlett? Is that what he's? Uh, is that what you're trying to say? Is he part of that kind of team? Yeah, I, I think I think he's number four on the list. Oh, he's number four on the list. Yeah, so so it's it's Don Don Cheadle's number one, right? Then Carl Urban, right? Then David Hewlett, and then right. Tim Curry. Okay, 
ironically, I think this is the numbers, like this is the same order that we're discovering them in. Yeah, that's that's pretty true. That that's that's how this works. I, right. Like I'm discovering new people and just adding them onto the end of the list. Oh right, so they don't like you. Don't kind of then you know go. Oh well, I actually kind of think he's better than this guy, and so I'll just well no because if, if if I thought someone was better, I wouldn't I wouldn't have to discover them. I would already know about them. <sighs> right. Okay. What if they're like brand new? Like, what if they only just started doing movies and you discover them and you're like, wow, he is definitely number one on my list. Does that like? How does well, that work? No, because, well, I mean, are we saying they're brand new because they're like in their 40s? No, no, no. Actually, either way, it doesn't matter. Because if they've just started doing movies, they haven't done enough to warrant that, uh, okay. that, that to, to warrant entering the list. Right. I see. They, they need to do a bit more before they can, uh, before they can be added to the list. Right. 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 So... Obviously, Muppet, no Muppet movie would be, uh, you know, possible without a huge number of cameos. Uh, this one is no, is no stranger to those. The trailer has like a shot of a bunch of cameos that they have, uh, including Tom Hiddleston. Uh, there is also, you know, they've also got like, I can't think of a name from the chick from Thirty Rock. Tina Fey. Yes, she plays a character in this, and there's. Another person whose name I can't remember was also in this, um, and I really don't care to find out who they are. <laughs> it could, like, I don't know. I feel like this isn't going to be a great movie, but I feel like this is probably not going to be a terrible movie. Yeah, well, because Muppet movies aren't necessarily terrible. Look, I'll give I'll give my rating and and also summarize what you were saying. I'm going to say a six out of ten, and essentially okay. say it's a watch at home movie. Okay. Yeah, it, it's I one where you go, if I miss it in theaters, I really don't care. I just, I'd like to see it eventually. Yeah. I mean, I, I would probably give it a five. Um, I feel kind of the same way about it as I do about, uh, about Maleficent. Um, in that it's a movie where I'll probably walk out of it and I'll be like, well, I just saw a movie. You know, assuming that I actually do watch it in a cinema and not at home, as you were suggesting. Um, but yeah, I, I feel I think it's the same thing. It's, it, these are those movies are the sort of movies that where you do uh, kind of go, oh well, if I you know if I don't get to see that in the cinema, then I guess there's no skin off my teeth. Is that the right phrase? I can't remember. It's yeah, I think it it could be good. Um, I don't have huge hopes for it because it doesn't seem to be as good uh, as the as the Muppets was. Um, I guess we'll just have to find out. That being said, uh, it's coming out on the 3rd of April here in Australia, and it will be out in March on the 21st uh, in the US. And uh, again, trailer, etc. in the show notes. Mm. Well, it just means that we'll have time for all our American uh, friends to tell us if the, movie's worth, if the movie's worth going to see in the theaters. Right. This is probably one of those situations where I'm okay with that, because I do kind of want to see what the uh, what people are saying about it before I you know commit... You know, commit to going and seeing it or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's all she wrote. So, guys, if you would like to read about any of the movies or uh, watch any of the trailers, um, you know, the ones that we've talked about, um, we're not going to put show notes in for movies of other movies, uh, you can go to our website, jellyandbean.co forward slash 55, and uh, we'll have links to everything there. You can kind of use that as your stepping stone for you know movies that are coming up next year 
Uh, if you would like to tell us about any, you know, what you're looking forward to, or you know, you know tell us how uh, you think all of these movies fit together, and why why so many of them have like t- subtitles that are uh, you know related to other movies, I don't Sp- understand specifically that. Beetlejuice and Breaking Bad. I know. Uh, if you would like to explain that to us, we'd love it if you could do that. Uh, <laughs> you can write to us. Go to the website as well, jellyandbean.co forward slash contact, and uh, you basically write an email, you send it to us, we read it. And that's pretty much how email works, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. That seems to be roughly roughly how it works. You can also talk to us individually. Uh, we're both on Twitter. Brandon is Brandroid Attack B R A N D R O I D A T A C K, and I am at Jelly Bean Soup. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for a amazing, outstanding, incredible year. We have enjoyed every moment of talking to you this year, and uh, I'm sure that this will continue to be the case as we move into 2014. I hope you've had an amazing holiday season. Uh, I hope that you have an amazing new year. We look forward to talking to you again next year. We will be back very, very soon, and you will hear from us then. Bye. first it's going to be i'm going to be off cough off uh, off my you know no caffeine kick and it's going to be amazing <laughs> tragedy strikes as local man dies from caffeine overdose <laughs> no no he'll, he'll I'll, I'll end up what'll end up happening is i'll die like right before midnight and i won't be able to you know i won't actually be able to go back uh <laughs> you'll have a you'll go to open up a can of coke and like the top will pop off and you'll you'll, you'll somehow that'll like you know embed itself and you'll die going oh my there. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close.